I'm Frank Andorka, Editorial Director of Solar Power World Magazine. Welcome to another edition of Solar Speaks, Solar Power World's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. Today we're speaking with Peter Lynch, an advisor to the Principal Solar Institute, investment banker, and expert in renewable energy. He also penned last month's cover story in Solar Power World on feed-in tariffs. This time, Peter is back to brag about the performance of his solar stocks last year, which is probably better than you might imagine. Peter, good to have you back. Well, thank you, Frank. It's my impression that 2012 was a tough year for solar stocks. Can you tell me if that impression is correct? Well, yeah, 2012 was a tough year. started out fairly positive, but that quickly ended, and uh, basically uh, throughout 2012, you know, solar stocks were probably down you know, around 14%, so not a very good year. So what pushed those stocks downward? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that, you know, the industry is in, in a form of consolidation right now. Way back in 06 and 07, you know, solar stocks were the hottest thing, and I think it created somewhat of a bubble, and I think we're seeing, hopefully, the end of the bubble bursting now and maybe the beginning of a, a base-building period in which the industry will consolidate and the stronger ones will rise to the top and the weaker ones will get purchased or go out of business. That's pretty common in any industry, and it's certainly no reason it's not going to happen in the solar industry. Peter, there's a rumor that despite the difficulties, your personal portfolio performs spectacularly. How on earth did you do that, and is that fairly normal for you? I mean, I've been involved with you know equities for 1977, you know, so I've been a stock analyst and, a, and an investor. And over the years, you know, I've developed systems that enable you to, you know, pick the strongest stocks in a group. And so what I did for a friend of mine uh, who has a newsletter uh, for smaller investors is create a theoretical uh, portfolio made up only of solar stocks. And what we do is we pick only the stocks that are the strongest relative to the market and relative to the other stocks in that sector. And when you use that uh, kind of a screen, the strongest ones rise to the top and give you a very clear buy signal. So what stocks were in this portfolio, and, and can you go into a little more detail about how you chose them? Well, basically we had, uh, let's see, Jinko Solar, uh, First Solar, and WFR materials. And they basically were the three strongest. They... They popped up at the end of November, so to speak, on the radar screen. Uh, and then there were two new ones that we did at year-end that popped up, which were JASO and uh, SunPower, I think. So right now, as a matter of fact, as of yesterday's close, we're up 24% for the year. So when you compare your solar portfolio to both the solar stocks overall and the markets in general, can you talk a little bit about the the performance there well if you look at if you look at solar stocks uh let's say over three years it's always better to look at it from a longer point of view because anyone can get hot in one year but uh over the last three years if you were to put ten thousand dollars into our solar portfolio another ten thousand into the industry as a whole and another another ten thousand into the market in general what you'd have is that the solo portfolio was up 
about 125%. The solar industry portfolio was down about 75%, and the general market was up about 29%. So you outperformed the market by three or four-fold, and you totally outperformed the rest of the industry. All of the stocks, by the way, in the portfolio are in the industry, too. So if you took it out, if you took those out of the rest, the performance would even be greater. Tell me about the psychology that drives the stock market and what the difference is between the two types of stocks. I know in your paper you talked a little bit about that. And if you wouldn't mind also, tell us a little bit about what your strategy was as, as, it, terms to, as it related to purchase, when to purchase the stocks and then when to sell them. Basically, um, I think that you have to understand a lot of people look at the stock market and they can't figure out logically why it's doing what it's doing. And there's a reason for that. And the reason is because it isn't logical. A lot of people look at fundamentals, which is something good. You want to buy a company that's strong financially. But you've got to remember, the financials are like looking in the rearview mirror of your car, and you're going forward. What you want to do is look at what's happening now, not what happened in the past. Because what's happened in the past, you have to sort of hope it's going to continue to happen into the future. So what I use is technical analysis and some knowledge of the industry to look at various companies and determine which of them look the brightest at this point in time and how they compare at this point in time to the rest of the market and how they compare to each of the other stocks in the solar industry. And once you, you pick the winners, you pick the stronger stocks, that are most likely to be winners, then you purchase those. And what you do is you, there's a process for setting what you call a stop loss. You look at and you figure out how much money you're willing to lose given you've invested in something. There's some technical ways of doing it, or there's a very simple rule of thumb. You just say, I don't want to lose more than 10% of my investment. So you set that mark. And if it drops below that, then you, you, sell, you sell your stock and you walk away. You don't want to ride a stock down. Okay, you want to cut your losses and let your profits run. So you hold on to the good ones and you get rid of the bad ones. And that way, over time, you will significantly outperform the market. You talk a little bit in your paper, Peter, about the role of emotion in the stock market and the behavior of people who buy stock. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Well, I think that if you look at some of the headlines, you know, in, in the newspaper or on TV, you know, there's a fiscal cliff, uh, there's a recession coming if it isn't already here, uh, you know, there's all sorts of problems in the Middle East, uh, all sorts of bad things are happening, yet market seems to be doing quite, quite all right. So, it's very important not to get wrapped up in what newspapers and magazines and television have to say, because those are people who are just trying to talk about things that they feel the audience will be interested in. That's their opinion. It may have nothing to do with the facts. But there's an old saying in the market, and that is that markets tend to climb a wall of worry. 
and certainly there's a big wall of worry out there with all sorts of problems. No one in the right mind would invest now. No one who is logical would invest now. But the market keeps going up. So you can have your opinion and sit on the sideline, or you can look at reality and invest. It's up to you. So based on what you've seen over the last three years, you're talking about the three-year window, what do you see ahead for solar stocks in 2013? Well, at the current moment, the majority of solar stocks are, are starting to show real strength. It's very unusual. I mean, a couple of months ago, they were all negative. Now, I think we follow 22 or 23, probably 18 to 20 of them are very positive, with the strongest ones being those five that I had mentioned. Uh, but there are others starting to turn, and, and I see in 2011, it's, you know, I don't make predictions because, frankly, I don't believe it's possible. But all I can tell you is at the current moment, the sector is very strong. And when it turns like this and gets strong versus the market, it tends to stay that way for a few months. So I think at least for the next few months, the stocks will, you know, they'll correct. Some of them have gone too, up too fast, too far. So they'll correct, and then I think you'll continue, continue to see consolidation in the industry, and I think maybe toward the end of the year you'll see some prices actually going up because companies can't continue to have negative margins and lose money. So I think once the, the big inventory hangover is cleared away, you'll start to see prices go up a little higher so that the companies can make some money, and then the stronger ones will prosper and grow and maybe make some acquisitions, and the weaker ones will unfortunately, shut down. Peter, if our listeners want to find out more about how to invest in solar stocks, is there somewhere they can uh, go to to access the kind of information you're talking about? Well, the, the column I do is on a, on a website called Investor Ideas. It's a small investment newsletter published out of Vancouver, Canada. That's the only place that I know, and there's a couple of other ones I think there's one called alternate energy stocks, which is a good one, too. You have to understand that the solar industry is still in the very beginnings of its growth phase. So I think that the future is going to be very bright. And even today with current prices, if you start throwing in some innovative financial things like, you know, uh, solar REITs or master limited partnerships or the best of all being FITs, Solar makes sense now if you can just get some good financing, and I think you'll see some breakthroughs down the road because uh, we're overdue for some breakthroughs. We haven't had any in quite a while. I mean, the silicon panel that we see today is basically the same thing, you know, that was invented back in the mid-'50s in Princeton. So we're due. You know, every 50, 60 years you're due for another cycle of innovation. So I think you, you'll see some. Where it'll come from, who knows? But it's about due. So I think you'll see that in the next few years or hopefully sooner. And um, at that point, solar may be cheaper than all the other alternatives. And we'll truly see a move toward a fully distributed energy economy. We've been speaking with Peter Lynch, an advisor to the Principal Solar Institute, who penned last month's cover story in Solar Power World on feed-in tariffs. In this conversation, you talked about how to invest in solar stocks. Thanks, Peter. Well, thank you, Frank. This has been Solar Speaks, Solar Power World Magazine's podcast series that gives you the opportunity to hear from the industry's biggest newsmakers in their own words. 
I'm Frank Andorka, Editorial Director of Solar Power World Magazine. Until next time.